Have you ever heard of Eight Days of Hope? These guys, they're awesome. They do what they can to help folks pick up the pieces following a disaster, all in the name of Jesus. That's really the most important part, isn't it? They are on the ground in southwest Florida right now, and they are helping out in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. And Steve uh, Tiber is the founder of Eight Days of Hope. He's in Sarasota. He joins us this morning. Hi, Steve. How are you? Um, I'm doing great. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So glad to uh, to have you with us. So where are you located in Sarasota there? Are you set up in a particular area? Yeah, so we're set up at Bayside Community Church. We've been there uh, within 48 hours once the hurricane had passed through. Uh, we'll be in that area serving all the way down to Northport until October 29th, and then we'll be moving down to Fort Myers for a couple weeks at Summit Church. So uh, we plan to be in the area for about six and a half weeks total, and today there's about 500 volunteers operating heavy equipment, tarping roofs, doing chainsaw work, and just simply trying to provide hope to some families who've been feeling hopeless. So, oh my goodness. Um, We're so grateful that you guys are, are helping out and uh, again, doing it in the name of, of Jesus. This is wonderful stuff. When did you first arrive? Were you here on site within 48 hours? We we were. So we've been blessed. We've been doing this for about 17 years. We're primarily an all-volunteer organization. We have a small number of staff, but we brought in bobcats and bucket trucks, feeding trailers, laundry trailers, shower trailers, and everything was in route within 48 hours of the storm. That's passing. amazing. Uh, yeah, we were at Bayside Community Church 72 hours uh, after the storm. And uh, as of today, we've helped out about 150 families uh, with, with many, many more families, hoping we can get their way. So we're just uh, doing the best we can and um, enjoying our time in Florida, which was for another reason. But we also know that God, uh, God shines after disasters through the local church and through uh, radio stations and volunteers and people trying to, to provide a, a sense of, uh, again, hope to those who feel like they've uh, seen the world's turn upside down. This is part of the story. It really is. It's a huge part of the story, is the, the church coming together, and it's it's relief organizations like the one that uh, that you were the head of, but then it's the, the local church. It's really the body of Christ working together, deployed, uh, to to help with the temporal needs, but, you know, along with that, uh, meeting people's spiritual needs as well. When you first arrived on the ground here, um, what were your impressions seeing uh, what the storm had actually done? Of course, you know, doing this for 17 years, we've responded now to 70-some disasters around the country. Uh, every storm is different, and every storm is similar. I think what made Hurricane Ian so unique is, you know, Hurricane Harvey, when it hit Houston, it, it flooded 330,000 homes. There was a lot of water damage. Hurricane Michael in Panama City, there was a lot of wind damage. Unfortunately, Hurricane Ian, especially down in the Fort Myers area, it, it was the perfect storm. It was both. So, you know, seeing all the tree damage, seeing uh, the massive uh, damage down in the Fort Myers area, um, you know, it's quite humbling. You know, when you meet families for the first time, uh, you know, we tell our volunteers, just listen, let them tell their story, let them cry, let them hug you, uh, ask them if they'd like to pray. Just try to, you know, bring them a sense of, hey, you know, help is on its way. And, and uh, that's what Eight Diesel tries to do. Well, 
It's so very important. I, I like the way you put that words like, um, you know, just pray for them, ask them if it's okay to pray for them. Sometimes we don't know what to say uh, to folks who are grieving a loss in general, and there are folks who obviously lost family members uh, in the, in this storm, and our heart goes out to them as well as everybody dealing with the uh, the you know the issues of property damage and, and these types of things. But you know, it we always I don't know we we feel inadequate sometimes. We're like I don't know what to say, but I've always you know I've always said you know it's okay just to say I have no words, but you know what. I'm here for you. It's that ministry of presence that is just as important as helping out and picking up the stuff in the rubble. Sometimes, you know, people just need to know you're there and you care. Mm. You know, and I think you hit it right on the head. Um, I don't think we have to say anything sometimes. You know, when, when the families we serve, they see strangers they've never met before. You know, right now we have volunteers from 31 states in Southwest Florida, Again, we're going to be there to November 12th for more information, 8daysofhope.com. But just just you know, let the families just speak. You know, Yesterday, we had a couple of volunteers call me. There's a family in the Fort Myers area. They had seven feet of water. And the volunteer was asking the two teenagers, hey, um, you know, everything was at the road. Everything had been gutted out of the house. Everything was removed. It was a ranch. There was nothing. I mean, the bones of the house is still there. But everything they owned, all their possessions was at the curb. And the volunteer asked the two teenage daughters, hey, you know, you know, we hate this happened. We're here to help. Out of all the prized possessions, you know, were damaged. What, what, you know, what breaks your heart the most? Well, the 15-year-old said, my record player. Um, the 13-year-old said, my brand new Air Nikes. Well, check this out. The volunteers drove about an hour away and found a brand new record player and a brand new pair of Air Nikes. Sometimes the simplest, Simple, um, little, uh, just the simple acts of kindness go a long way. We didn't rebuild the house. Yes, we gutted it. Uh, we haven't rebuilt it yet. But just that simple act of kindness goes a long, long way. I love that story, Steve, to be in the church, loving others in Jesus' name. I bet you have some other stories you'd like to share with us. So uh, we'll get to those in just a few minutes. He mentioned uh, 8daysofhope.com. I've got a link. Uh, if you'd like to check it out at uh, Curtain Cape Mornings on the Facebook page, uh, you'll go right to the Hurricane Ian page they have set up. So you can click on the link. It's a quick link. We have a lot of ministries that we are pointing you toward uh, that are working with the local church. And we have vetted these. And if you just text Ian, really, I-A-N, that's trying to make it simple. Just text Ian to 888-777-6810. Then we will send you out those links, and we're going to be adding... Uh, eight days of hope uh, to that as well. Ian to eight 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 seven 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 sixty eight ten. God is on the move in the midst of the darkness. Steve uh, Tiber is with us. He's the founder of Eight Days of Hope, and they are set up at Bayshore Community Church in Sarasota, helping out uh, folks who are dealing with the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. One of many ministries. Uh, that are doing just such a such a great job. And Steve, uh, I give you a little break there to to kind of gather your thoughts. I, I know that you uh, you shared one story with us. Uh, we love these God stories that we're hearing out of uh, out of the storm. And 
I uh, wanted to give you a little bit of time maybe to uh, to look for another story or two that you would like to share with us. Because usually when you ask, you know, and you see and you experience so many of these stories, you're like, it's like trying to drink out of the fire hose, right? There's just so much. You're like, what story <laughs> could I possibly share? But we'd love to hear at least another one. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So um, if on our website, we actually have a very short video. And on the video, I actually introduced the viewer to Miss Amy. Miss Amy lives in Fort Myers. Um, she lived in a ranch. Uh, Miss Amy had shared with me that um, she had not been to church uh, in years. She uh, grew up in a, a Christian home and just kind of didn't really walk away from the Lord, but just didn't make him a priority. She said when the water came in, she and her daughter uh, had nowhere to go, and they had to go into the attic of the ranch. She said, Steve, I just started to pray. She was, I haven't prayed in years, and I was like just praying to God, please spare me and my daughter. Just give me a chance to uh, to live for you and help me. And she said, I, I cried out to him for a couple hours. Finally, the water started to recede. She was so relieved that her and her daughter um, uh, had made it through the storm. After the water receded, she walked outside, and she was just devastated. Um, she found a place to sleep that night, came back the next day, and was in the backyard of her house. And once again, she cried out to God and said, please, I don't know. I don't have flood insurance. I don't know how to do what I need to do. I'm a single mom. I need somebody to show up and help me. Just send somebody, God. She said not 10 minutes later, not 10 minutes her cell phone rang. It was a local church. And again, they do hope like so many of these other ministries, we want to work through the local church. That's so important. Yeah. The local church called her and said, Hey, there's some volunteers coming in tomorrow from all over the country. Uh, we got your name. Um, not even sure how we got your name, but we would love to come out and meet you and serve you. Uh, Miss Amy said, Steve, I fell to my knees. Uh, two, you know, within 36 hours, God answered my prayers once by saving my life, secondly, sending me, she calls them angels. She had never met before, but she said, Steve, I've made lifelong friends. So to your point earlier, I hate the disasters happen. They do because of sin. However, the local church and the body of Christ can come together. And that's what's happening right now. You know, the last, what, almost two and a half weeks now, two weeks we've been in the area, we've seen local churches, different denominations, setting aside their petty differences. And they're coming together and they're figuring out ways together to serve the community. So it's a great time for the church to shine. Boy, it is. And that's when the light shines the brightest in the deepest darkness, you know. And there are people who are just, I mean, even if you have, let's talk insurance for a moment, even if you've got, you know, your homeowner's insurance, obviously, or even if you have flood insurance, uh, whatever the case is, you have to jump through all of these hoops, and it's so overwhelming. You're trying to cope with it. You're a bit numb. You're still in shock and days and days later, and then you've got to fill out the paperwork and, and take care of all of that. It can be very confusing, can't it? Not only confusing, you, 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 hit, hit, the, you hit the word right on the head. You know, Eight Days of Hope has traveled the country, 70 disasters, helped out, gosh, 8,500 families rebuilding their homes for free. Uh, the one thing that we hear over and over again um, they're just overwhelmed. They're in shock. I mean, to no fault of their own. You know, people don't realize around the country, it isn't that they just lost their house or had damage, but the place they shop, where they get their hair done, maybe their business, their cars, it affects so much the schools, um, the churches you go to every Sunday. So many have seen damage, and it is so overwhelming. You know, mental, mental illness, the challenges that come 
from depression. And that's why the body of Christ, we need to find different ways to help families. I mean, one of the things that we're doing right now, it seems so basic, but we brought in a laundry trailer. So we have 10 commercial washers and dryers uh, down in the Fort Myers area. And we're giving people the dignity to wash their clothes, the dignity to have clean underwear and, and clean pants and a clean shirt to wear. They've just lost everything. There's no laundromats. They got to drive 45 minutes to get their laundry done. And those simple acts, of, we've seen more people come to meet Jesus in our, in our laundry trailer. It, it, I mean, it's amazing how God uses the, the things that you and I consider a given or a simple act of kindness, how God uses those in a big way. The laundry trailer is holy ground, isn't it? Amen, brother. I tell you, I'll never forget. We had a we had a single dad and a son. Uh, a couple of disasters ago, we were in uh, in New Orleans, Hurricane Ida, um, Easter week, or excuse me, right after the storm, and and we saw we saw a single a father and his son both falling on their knees doing their laundry, and um, they had come there day after day. And the volunteers just loved on them. And then when they asked, hey, why did you come from Kansas City to New Orleans? Why did you come from Buffalo, New York, down to Fort Myers? Um, we always tell the volunteers, be ready with your three-minute testimony. You don't need to share a lot of scriptures, maybe one scripture. But just tell them, hey, how you met Jesus? And then uh, shush up and let them ask questions. So, um, you know, we're, we're thankful to be in Florida. We're going to be there to November 12th. Uh, we'll be moving down from the Sarasota area right to Fort Myers. We already have equipment in Fort Myers. Um, maybe you're listening today and your home didn't get damaged and you want to volunteer for a day or two. Go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Uh, you need to be 18, but we provide the food and the lodging, and we'll be moving down to Summit Church here at the end of the month. Wow. I was going to ask you, you anticipated my question, because I know we have a lot of folks who are thinking, okay, uh, you know, maybe I can take a few days off from work, and uh, the Lord has spared my property, and I want to help with some other folks, um, and they need to know how they can get plugged in. Um, how many volunteers, again, do you already have on the ground, would you guesstimate? I think today we're about 525 uh, that have come and are serving. We have more on the way. Uh, volunteers have come from 31 states. They come as far as California, New York, Minnesota, Kansas, Mississippi. Um, again, eight days of hope. We, we've been doing this for 17 years, and we're so thankful for the 50,000 volunteers who've traveled with us to serve families in need. And again, we just announced an extension. We were going to leave October 29th originally, but the need is great. So we'll be down there to November 12th. Again, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com, read the FAQs. Volunteer online. We'd love to see you down in Florida. I'm glad you extended your stay. And it, the news cycle is a very odd thing. It's <laughs> like the hurricane is huge when it's on the way, when it hits the next couple of days, maybe even up to a week. But then you have the days that follow that. It mm -hmm. takes weeks months, sometimes even years to recover from this type of thing. We don't want we do not want to forget those folks who are going to be dealing with this for for some time. And you guys actually help rebuild homes too, don't you? Yeah, we do. So November twelfth when we leave uh, doing our rapid response work, again what we're doing now is we're gutting out homes. We have half a million dollars of commercial dehumidifiers and fans that have been deployed to dry out the homes that flood. And then, of course, we spray it for mold. Um, tarpon roofs doing chainsaw work. But when we leave November 12th, very quickly, we're, we'll start uh, to plan a rebuild trip. That's where we bring thousands of volunteers for eight days, uh, hence the name Eight Days of Hope. 
And uh, during that eight-day period, we'll help hundreds of families rebuild their homes for free. So that will be in the spring sometime. Um, we'll figure out exactly where we're going. And uh, again, if you uh, go to our website, 8dayshope.com, and sign up for our email alerts, when we come back in the spring and do a massive rebuild, you can join us there as well. Wow, Steve, thank you guys um, for for all that you're doing in Jesus' name to help out so, so many people, and uh, for such a time as this, right? And yes, (laughs) thank you. And thank you for keeping... Uh, telling the stories. There's so many great ministries that are in Florida. I don't know if we're great or not, but, you know, I think of our friend Samaritan's Purse and Convoy of Hope. There's so many ministries in your area that have partnered with the local church, and that's what I love about the other ministries that we know so well and they know us, is we try to work through the local church. So again, you know, maybe your home wasn't affected, maybe your business wasn't affected. Come volunteer for a day or two, maybe not with us, but with somebody else. But don't sit on the sidelines and miss this opportunity to love the brokenhearted. That's what God has called us to do. Love him and love others. And one of the ways you love others is by serving people. Mm. Again, more information, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. And spell out the number eight. So it's E-I-G-H-T. Yes, <laughs> so that's 8daysofhope.com. Making it easy. Uh, yeah, we've got a Curtin K Mornings on the Facebook page. So we've got a bunch of resources. Uh, be on the lookout for uh, 8 Days of Hope when you text Ian. Just Ian, I-A-N, to 888-777-6810. Steve, many blessings to you and your team. May the Lord be with you. I know uh, the wind is at your back, and what you're doing, it really matters. Then again, you already knew that, but sometimes it's nice to be encouraged, too. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it, and God bless you, brother. Appreciate it. You bet. Thank you so much for caring about others in Jesus' name.